The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. I die for you, football. It's the greatest weekend of football ever. Seriously. Vaughn takes out Tom. And the coaching search is down to three. All on a Pistons beating, NFL fiending, Aftermath Monday edition of the program. Let's go. No, Jake. Hey, Andrew, what's up? Hey, not much. You? Oh, just the greatest football weekend of my life, <laughs> I'd say. And it's easy to, when you're in the moment, like get caught up in it. Then everyone wants to think their era, era is like the greatest era, you know, of uh, whatever it is, Star Wars or chicks or whatever. But. That was the greatest display of football in one weekend we've ever had, I think, I, that I've ever ha- had a chance to experience. It was it was just really, truly unbelievable uh, what those boys did, and uh, I'll never forget it. I don't know which, <laughs> like every game kept getting better and better and better, and do you know what? I think that... While, uh, listen, I'm a guy who, like, championships matter. Yesteryear, like, you know, matters. What, you know, (laughs) uh, Joe Namath's guarantee and Johnny Unitas and uh, Otto Graham winning eight championships in 10 years. or You know, that stuff, you got to, like, acknowledge it and appreciate it, okay? So, you know, I think John Elway's, like, the greatest ever... You know, see my Elway collection. But I think the display that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes put on yesterday is the greatest display of quarterbackship ever. Ever. Okay. And you might be thinking like, oh, really? This guy. Oh, so it sound like Eric Goodman this morning. Well, true. I did feel like that a little bit. But um, I'm like 40. I'm 40. That's the greatest. And like it's the greatest because I know it's going to happen again. Okay? You know, Montana versus LA, it didn't really turn out the way we wanted for LA. Super Bowl sucked back in the day. You know, playoff games are not what they were today back in back in my day, you know? Uh, So I think because I know how great Josh Allen is and I know how great Patrick Mahomes is and how great they're going to be, I can declare, I personally believe that U.S. Americans, such as, you know, you didn't know what that is? Have you heard that? 
No? no. I have no idea no, what you're talking no about. No idea. Okay. Um, you have to listen to the show one time, the beginning of the show one time, ever. Okay? That's your homework. It's go. You can listen. You could find my previous work, Radio On Demand tab. We'll get you podcast versions of our previous works, right? Okay. Um, 303-831-1340 is the hotline and the go fast energy drink text line. I think it'll rock your world is what I'm saying. You just got to like hear it. Okay. Like, like what, what do you think when you hear the beginning of the show, Zach? Yeah, lots of lots of Disney kind of fairy tale. There we go. For a moment like this. Some people wait a lifetime. Is that a Disney? Um, whole new world. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Whole new world. I can show you the world. Shining, shimmering, splendid. Uh, I just think it was the greatest ever. And I thought what Matt Stafford did to Tom Brady. Guys, that's why you trade for Matt Stafford. But that's why the Rams traded for Matt Stafford. Like, for that moment, for a moment, when I did that one, okay? But you see what I'm saying? Like, that moment, that throw, that historic day from Cooper Cup, that's why the Rams went out and traded a team that had a young quarterback at 26, you know, whatever Goff is, 27 years old, and he, they took, he, he, uh, they took to a Super Bowl, him to a Super Bowl, vice versa. Say he took them. But you upgrade that. Why did, guys, yeah, do you know what? I could probably get with Garoppolo. You know, for like a couple of years, and you draft a quarterback too, and you you develop him. Let's just, what? Why would the, the, Garoppolo's a handsome devil. Okay, don't get me wrong. Put together. It's what a man's supposed to look. I'm not into dudes, Andrew, okay, per se. But if I was, I'd be into Garoppolo, okay, is what I'm saying. He, they're, the 49ers can't wait to move on from him and upgrade him as soon as maybe they win or lose a Super Bowl with this guy. So that's the standard. Trey Lance is who, Pat, who uh, Kyle Shanahan thinks is the next Mahomes. Mahomes or Allen. Listen, Dak and Lamar Jackson, hey, bravo, guys. Great seasons. They're MVP candidates. They are not Mahomes, and they are not Allen. Those two guys are on a whole nother level. It's not close. Tom can't do what those guys can do anymore. Tom Brady. Yes, that Tom Brady, who I love. You know what bothers me so much? I like Tom as much as I do. Because it's like, we're not supposed to like Tom Brady like that. You know what I mean? And uh, I just do. like that guy a lot. Uh, it's just feeling like, like the evolution, the next great thing, the next great, you know, I don't know. The the involvement of John Elway is Mahomes and Allen. And I got into it. I never Twitter like I did last night. I never get into it with dudes ever, ever, ever. Ever. And Eric Goodman and I were, I thought it was like Twitter stuff. And then he's hitting me up and he's like, 
we can't be doing this and it is not a good look blah i'm like bro it's stupid like for one arnie staple here's what happened you want to try to tell you do you want me to lie to you andrew or do you want me to tell you the truth i'm actually curious about the story okay so. because you know that this show some people have referred it's gospel people come to it every single day at the same time and like they're going to see father rick or father sam here on you know 11 o'clock on sunday mornings They've called us the first church of nothing but the truth. So I can't lie to you guys. And if Eric's listening, he's going to hate this. But Arnie Stapleton, who I used to work under for the Associated Press, I don't know if you've heard of them. They're only the world's largest and oldest news organization. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, the name sounds familiar. Yeah. Arnie's um, like one of the, the legend. He's a legend in this game. Arnie is a hero, does hero's work, okay? He's like, like I worked on the, under Arnold, Arnie Stapleton. I tell people that. And if I was trying to like get a real job ever, I would tell people that. He's him and Pat Graham. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, um, uh, let's see, who's uh, a young hotshot under, I'm like Brian Callahan, or I'm like uh, Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett. I'm like, well, me and Arnie pooped in the same toilet at the, you know, the press pooper in the, you know, Pepsi Center. Uh, I would tell people that. He taught me everything. I know. But he put out his baseball. Uh, it's MLB. Uh, I don't know what do they call it. It's the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's the Baseball Hall of Fame ballot. He put his ballot out on Twitter. And it was like Jeff Kent and Omar Vizquel. And it was uh, Todd Helton. And it was, you know who wasn't on there? A-Rod and Clemens and Bonds, the three greatest players like of all time. Of all freaking time. So it's like, I was just like, I don't know what I said. I was like, I think Arnie, I'll show you what I said here. God. I'm like, big cheer? Are you kidding me? So all these, like, every everything I say, every little thing I say, the Andrew's like, what? what does that mean? There's like, a Jake has something for it, a sound, a button, a noise, something. I, it's just it, it, like, so if you're never, if you know, if you're just hearing, it, you're probably like, what? But you're, you're with me. Just stay Hopefully with me. Jake is healthy. No, son. no, listen, you're, I love having you. I wouldn't have, have anybody else. It's just, but what, Jake, I, but Jake, but <laughs> you're like, it's funny because I say things. I, I don't know if you're like, what? If that's it. I always wonder if like you're, you're getting me or not. No, I know a lot of the stuff that you say has drops. I just, it's not about that. I don't know where they are. You don't got to worry about that. It's not that. What, um, what I said to Arnie was, <sighs> damn. What day was? What's two? Damn. What's today? Today what? is uh, the twenty fourth. Okay, somebody please. I I got it. Right. I mean, the yeah. fact that Omar Vizquel is on mm, a ballot for more than a year on. for the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. He's is listen, kind he, of a joke. Listen, he's a, he's an eventual Hall of Famer. He was a great player. His his he's an incredible defensive player. His offensive, um, you know his uh, his offensive stats are underrated, and he was on some good teams. Okay, but 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 um, to have him like that, here we go. Well, he also has a lot of uh, off-field uh, stuff that is messy. Arnie Stapleton, my twenty-fourth ballot. Todd Helton, Jeff Kent, Billy Wagner. Scott Rowland, Kurt Schilling, Omar Vizquel. Okay. 
I quote retweeted. And I don't really do this kind of stuff. I said, I think Arnie misunderstood and fill out and filled out his Hall of Good ballot because none of these guys he voted for minus Schilling were ever great. And then I said added one thing added, and Schilling was only postseason great. His regular season numbers suck. So Eric Goodman chimed in and said, "Oh, where is it?" Uh, Goodman chimed in and said, "Suck?" Question mark. He finished top five in Cy Young voting four times. His whip uh, was 1.14, which is considered great. His strikeout-to-walk ratio was 4-1. to Sub-ERA three times. Led the majors twice in wins in league twice. Other than that, he sucked. No likes still to this day. There's no likes on this, okay? On his, okay? And it's not about all about that. And I said he averaged 10 wins a season. He was never, he was great for a couple of seasons. He was postseason great. He was never regular season great. His numbers were not regular season great as compared to Maddox or Randy Johnson. It's not close. It's not, it's like they're dwarf shilling numbers, okay? Shilling was postseason great. He did have some magic there. I said if Arnie keeps the juicers out, then he should keep the total jerk shilling out as well who's gotten political with stuff, who's, I know that stuff's not kind of supposed to matter, but also it's like the juicing kind of stuff kind of matters. So what's going to matter and not matter to Arnie? Okay. So he said, wins is a lazy way. Eric said, total wins is a lazy way to evaluate pitchers. A starting pitcher has no control over how many runs his team scores uh, and affects wins just much anything else. DeGrom is a perfect example of that. Okay. So, uh... I don't think I sent a tweet. I meant to send a tweet saying DeGrom's not getting into the Hall of Fame either. Sorry. He's 35 or 36. His greatness came too late. He's our, this version of Randy Johnson, this era's Randy Johnson. But um, that's it. So, you know, that's what I would I didn't. I, I don't think I sent it. Did I say something else? No, I didn't say anything else. Okay, that's it. That's it. So then, so then... I, uh, let's see here. Dang. Um, let's go to break and I'll tell you on the other side. 303-813. The story's getting juicy. That, and that's just the beginning. This show's every, this show today has everything drama, suspense, romance, uh, nudity scene at some point, uh, a plot twist you never saw coming, death of a main character. You're like, whoa, no way. We're halfway through the movie. And he died? You would never expect it. There's three of us here, Zach, me, and Andrew. Someone's got to die today, guys. At least hypothetically or emotionally. Um, okay. What was I saying? Yes. I want to tell you the rest of the good men's story. And I want to talk about these games. We have Zach here. It's a rare treat. Wow. Thanks for being here. Let's get you in next segment or do something. You know, I don't know what you could do or when you jump on, whatever. I like that hat a lot. Thick hat. Badass. Rams go. Yeah. He's Andrew and I are at odds because he is a St. Louis native. Yeah. And uh, uh, has hard feelings about the Rams. But, but yeah, I, I know I'm it. a big fan. He hates I like them. my LA teams. It's personal. I like uh, Von Miller, you know. We picked the Rams. We, meaning me, <laughs> picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season. Loved the Stafford edition. Thought they had everything. Love McVay. Think he's special. Real special. Let's go to break. Danny Williams, Andrew and for Jake. I didn't mean it like that. Andrew, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. If I did, I think you're great. I love you. Um, Zach is great. He's into 
Uh, back on the other side of Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. You can tell Back in on an NFL Aftermath Monday edition of the program. What's sad is that next week's games could be great, but I don't think anything could match what we experienced on Saturday and Sunday. It was mind-blowing. It was special. It was really special. What happened last night with the Chiefs and the Bills was awesome. And I think my son's going to be nine here pretty quick. He's just like the ultimate sport. man. He loves it. He like, he remembers things and games and moments and players. He knows stuff more. I swear to you, he knows some stuff more than like there's guys we have on this station. I would like quiz to it, like a 10, 12 question quiz. He'd beat like Alex Ramirez and a couple other guys at, at some stuff. I don't want to, I'm just joking kind of, but no, he's really good. You know, so that's not a diss to Alex Ramirez. My son's really advanced. I should actually, um, uh, not a diss. That's actually, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh he's a good dude. Um but uh we got to witness greatness. The physical specimens that these guys are as quarterbacks not just allows them to well Elway made big throws and had a cannon. And Marina was a beautiful passer of the ball. Favre, you know, had a rocket, laser rocket arm. I was painting the laser rocket arm. Um, but how Josh Allen single-handedly converted those third and fourth downs with his legs. Like, I don't know, a couple for like the ball game. If the Chiefs get the game, you know, the ball back, it's it's over with. To where like it seemed like they went through a phase where they couldn't and weren't willing to throw the ball and left it all in Josh Allen's hands and his legs to then they kind of turned it on once they scored there. And he made two or three of the most incredible throws you'll ever see in your life. Like where the cameraman can't catch up and keep up with the throw <laughs> kind of stuff is what happened on a couple of those. And it was, for one, the college overtime rule is way better because it's more football. You'd have these crazy scores. You'd have trickeration, and it'd be great. It'd be incredible. The problem with that is it could be end up being a lot more football. I mean, you can go back and forth, you know, five, six, seven times. We've seen NFL college football teams do it over and over. Teams keep scoring and scoring and scoring. And then, you know, guys are at more risk and, you know, it's more football, more risk. And that's what it is, I, I think, I, I, I guess. But it feels like kind of criminal that the Bills didn't have a chance to touch the ball in overtime. It, it felt like whoever won the coin toss kind of won the game, which is true. And it didn't seem fair. It's all about kind of, it's got to be f- fair. You know, life's not fair. Well, life's not football, professional football or sports. Sports is supposed to be fair. So I kind of hated it for the Bills. I was kind of heartbroken for Josh Allen. 
Here's the rest of the Eric story. So uh, let me see here. So Eric says, he just tweets. It's over. It's over with. He says, he tweets. Back in, this is like later on, in the, the next day or something, a couple days later. I told my radio, back in 2018, I told my radio partner, Les Shapiro, after Patrick Mahomes made his only start of the season in Denver, he would be better than Elway. Les looked at me like I was crazy. I might be the only, uh, this, it might be the only prediction of my life I could potentially get right. So I said, I replied and I said, easy big fella. That's it. That's it. Okay. That's it. For one, it's always like, it's like talking about a family member for one. And two, listen, Eric drew first blood, not me. So that I said, easy big fella okay so like you could either <laughs> respond to it or you know you can get hurt a hurt butt about it or you can you know he's so he said two super bowls in two years and now another step away you're blind if you don't see this i'm trying to say it like eric would say it or like he meant it uh so what else is that it oh yeah okay so that's it listen i don't say anything else I don't say anything else, okay? But then he tags me and Cello and Craig Kenneke, who you've seen on Twitter. He's a dude. He tags us to something that um, Andrew Mason tweeted. Andrew Mason tweeted. Are you guys following me? Are you following me with me? Okay. Andrew Mason tweeted, don't be that person who says, oh, Mahomes isn't that good. He helped. He's helped by having Reed and Hill and Kelsey. Uh, don't waste your time with it. Mahomes is that good. He's raking up an unfathomable tally of accomplishments for a young quarterback okay eric tags me on that okay he brings me back it was like boom like it all the studio goes dark and like the oh the undertaker and then the undertaker comes out he had to bring me back and it was like finally you know so he tags me with that okay I hadn't seen at that point. I hadn't seen. Uh, let me see. Okay, let me see here. Um. Okay. He tags me. Then what? Do I respond to that tag? Uh. Oh yes. Okay. Where do I come in? Oh, okay. So he's going after this Craig. And he said, uh, he said, I never said, Craig says, I never said he wasn't that good. I said, Elway was better than that. Mahomes is nowhere near Elway yet. Um, reading comprehension, he said. And the good Goodman said, the biggest difference between Elway and Mahomes, Mahomes protects the ball. His TD interception ratio is the best in the NFL, in best in NFL history, which is not true. It's Rodgers. And he says, so smart with the ball in his hands. He knows when to take a risk. 145 touchdowns and just 37 interceptions. And... Um, then the guy said, different era in L.A. play with scrubs on, uh, on offense until late in his career. Mahomes, guys are consistently wide open. Goodman said, please just accept it. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't jump in on that. I'm wondering where I jump in last night. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's see here. Okay, wait. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. 
Then uh, Elway. Oh, 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 okay. He a guy responded to one Eric's uh, tweet about I predicted Mahomes' greatness on the first day I ever saw him, which is basically kind of where this is, uh, started. And he a guy said Elway didn't play in Elway didn't play in four straight AFC Championship games. And then Eric said, "True dat!" exclamation point and tagged me. I have no loyalty to Mahomes, but when you see greatness, recognize it and acknowledge it. Those who don't are stubborn, stubborn or fools. The Eric says it in a certain way where you got to like, it's like shoddy taking or something like that. Um, and I said, God, what did I say here? I don't, basically I said, Eric was trying to hit me with some like weak baseball stat stuff on like when he came at me with Arnie. So I hit him with like, it's a different era of football, the 80s and the 90s of Elway's era of football. Elway would have been a different player today, and that's what football was and looked like back in that day. Elway's accomplishments and his stats these days, you have to like prorate it or differentiate it uh, to like make it make kind of sense. So what I did was, uh, I don't, let me find this right here. Okay. I got it. Boom. I got this. Bada bing. I don't know what this is. Sorry. Five seconds. I say here. Um, okay. I said. This is not good. But I have to tell you guys what I said. Uh, Eric, those numbers don't apply to the 80s and 90s football. And you, you know better. Get off Mahomes nuts and let him be great for a decade because Elway was great for two period that's what i said that's what i said okay and then did i let's uh i think that's okay oh then he said just telling you what i said on the show the next day that is it that is the tweet okay Th i mean then at that point i just had enough so i said send the audio i don't believe it call james merrill or josh, josh pennock or zach fogg to find it i'll wait Okay, I just was like, okay, you know, what was the point, Eric, to let everybody know you predicted his greatness the next day or just to get into it with me or to then, you know, us have to text each other, you know, later on about it's not a good I'm not getting, I'm not getting to a pissing match with you on Twitter. And uh, it's something about, a, uh, uh, you know, it's not a bad look. I can't I don't tell you the whole thing, but I said sticking up for Arnie and Kurt Schilling is a bad look. And I said, and pumping up Mahomes and yourself in this town is even worse. <laughs> Damn. Woo. Woo. He said, when I want your opinion, I'll ask for it. That's it. Okay? That's it. Okay, I said back, Eric, I really like you. We've been through a lot together, Eric and I, tons, okay, for years and years, before Tebow, I mean, like, all of it, the whole thing, okay? But in, you asserted yourself into my response to Arnie's ballot, which he'd made public. Then you doubled down. And then when I stuck out for my Broncos on John Elway, I'm the bad guy, I'm the bad guy duh that's it that's where it ended obviously he wouldn't want me to say any of that stuff but why would i lie to you guys and not say 
That's what happened last night. My wife was like, what are you doing? I'm never on the phone, like, tweeting and all that like that. And so, like, I guess I'm sorry, Eric, or something. Am I sorry? What happened? Who was wrong? Who was being a jerk? I work with both of you, so I, I'm not going to. Zach, what do you think? Yeah, as a child of two divorces, this is uh, uh, bringing up uh, traumatic memories. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna That's stay. Okay. Uh, my bad. My bad. I sh- that was the wrong question. Was I a jerk at any point? You can tell me if I was. And if I was, I mean, there, there's one or two things I did. I don't know if I escalated it. Everyone, everyone in this media sphere likes to get all uppity. Sometimes. I mean, what is the I problem? I wouldn't read too much into some. I don't know. Everyone is well their for one. Like, listen. Raj the fan he's like never engage or interact with anybody other than your own ever that is like one of their rules number one it's like Notre Dame slapping the top of the thing or it's like coming out the baseball dugout it's like uh, no cheating or no fixing games it's like the, you know what I mean that's what it's like that's what it's like so we'll go to break here sorry uh, there's no time to bring a guest in but if Andrew brought this guy's name up that means Andrew's down and this guy knows what's up anyways he's the fastest man in radio it's Ray Ray hey Ray Ray was I a jerk what's up Danny and all my high sports and shout out to the lead beautiful women worldwide I want my uh, sausage egg McMuffin and my fresh dollar coffee from McDonald's and hey let's go on a positive note uh, the games are good but Kansas City and Mahomes they're going to go down when they play uh, the Rams in Super Bowl uh, Von Miller is going to take him out and put him out of his misery. Watch what Von does, because the Broncos should have never got rid of him. I knew Von was going to do better over there, and this is what happens all the time with the top athletes. They shouldn't have got rid of him, but that's the Broncos' choice. But, hey, uh, I'm happy to see the Rams, and it was a great game and stuff. Buffalo, they should have done better. They did great against New England in that freezing minus six temperature. But, hey, you know, check us out on Monday Night Raw tonight when we lay the smack down on all the wrestlers' candy asses and our Royal Rumble coming up because I'm going to throw 30 men out of the ring and I'm going to fight the champions and I want to fight Brock Lesnar. Who's next? What do you got to say, Danny? I like it. I love that. I was just watching, Rary. Check this out. The 1999 Royal Rumble, which Vince McMahon won. Yeah. And I love that kind of stuff so much. Like uh, going back and watching this stuff. It's like watching old, you know, baseball all-star games where like Barry Larkin and Cal Ripken and Tony Gwynn come out in their own jerseys. And it's just, it's like watching that old, you know, I love Ray Ray, the old quarterback club contest stuff where it's like Boomer Esiason and Elway and Jim Kelly and Warren Moon like hitting the move targets doing the long distance throw thing which is like it's like the long drive contest for this throw Cordell Stewart used to throw the ball like 75 yards just the stuff was like I love that kind of stuff Rary. uh drop the mic I'm out well hey that was a, that's what the League of Legends were about you know that's what I'm trying to bring back you know all this uh people want to play NFL basketball for a stupid check you're not going to make it because why, why do you think Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair are still gone? They could care less about the check. They care about our kids and our youth and about the sport. And that's what I'm trying to change. But, hey, you guys have a blessed day. Remember, go, Mike, come out. Okay, let's go to break. We're super duper over. We'll come back and do a little mini segment, get back on track here. Uh, I'll apologize to Eric, I guess. But it's like, I don't just, I know, I don't know. For one, I don't know what, like, I I love when people engage and interact. What's Twitter for? To, to just go at people who disagree with him, who don't like a tweet? That's, like, not. I don't know. Can't take everything personal. 
in life. Everybody. Right? Danny Williams. Andrew in for Jake and Zach Seegers in as well. We'll talk about uh, all of the games on the other side. It's Mile Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Back in on a NFL Aftermath Monday edition of the program. 303-831-1340. The hotline and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction and the participation. Lots of ways to get involved with this show. Let's talk about the Broncos coaching search right now because I just saw uh, a tweet that Zach put out about 30 minutes ago. How, um, what was it about people wanting the head coach oh, yeah, to be yeah, named yeah. and people what? Are, people. So O'Connell apparently has emerged as the third guy. A in dark the horse. He's the dark horse candidate right now. Yeah. And, and uh, 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 as that third guy in the coaching search, he's the only one that can't get hired this week. With with Quinn and Hackett out of it, they could get hired. O'Connell couldn't, and some Broncos fans are getting all in a, a tizzy about the idea of the Broncos waiting a week or or maybe a little more to to get yeah. O'Connell hired. I like the idea of him. Do you know why? He was an NFL player a little bit. He knew what his limitations, and actually, he had to overachieve to get to the league and stick around the league even for the time that he did. He got, you know, the pedigree is great, and I think there's something to uh, Byron Leftwich, who, one of the reasons he's great, or a, you know, I don't know, like the Harbaugh's, there's something to being a player that, you know, wasn't a great player, uh, and you had to work harder to get there and uh, overachieve and there's something to that i think that makes a great coach and i think that yeah, o'connell's think, got that uh, he's intriguing because of some of that yeah and i think another nice aspect of it is he's seen the good and the bad right he's been with mcveigh um and the rams as an offensive coordinator and seen a good run or, or a well-run organization and he was a uh, gruden's uh, jay gruden's oc the last year he was that coach in washington so he's seen the ugly on uh, uh like the way yeah, to not run a franchise for sure okay so it feels it's still feeling like Dan Quinn is the run away, to be honest with you. It feels like it's Dan Quinn in a landslide. Kevin O'Connell's interesting. What's he doing right now exactly? What's his title? Kevin O'Connell. He is the OC um uh, uh for the Rams, but he's not play calling for them. Yeah, I, I wonder if you think- can give him an assistant head coach. Um, slash offensive coordinator position here, make him very high paid and have him come work, him come work under Dan Quinn. That would be the ultimate. That's what it felt like when we were at Landed Fangio and had Munchak under Fangio. You're like, we got two guys, plus Shermer's of former head coaches. It felt like all this experience, all this stuff we're getting was a win. And while that didn't necessarily work in this sense, that would, to me, be the ultimate. 
So that would be really nice. Uh, the problem is the assistant head coach promotion isn't enough to poach. You would need McVay to sign off on it, which gets tricky. Yeah. One thing that's really promising, though, is it has been rumored that Kyle Shanahan would uh, uh, sign off on Mike McDaniel yeah. coming over to be the OC. And McDaniel, okay. like just for the listeners, I've been hearing about McDaniel for like four or five years as this mm-hmm. He's rising a offensive for superstar. Sure, for sure. I think the Shanahan coaching tree and the McVay coaching tree are true great ones. They're real talent because those coaches are special. We've They've proven it with what they've done with what they've had. Okay? And look at where they've gone. Everywhere in the league. Zach Taylor goes to Cincinnati. Garbage fire. They're in the AFC I, championship listen, now. Because of Nathaniel Hackett's still in the race because you're waiting to hear from Aaron Rodgers now. Period, guys. That's what it is. If Aaron wants to come to Daniel to Denver with Nathaniel Hackett, this thing will get done. Nathaniel Hackett will be chosen over Dan Quinn. It's the listen. It's the great. I got into this on. I never do Twitter, but there's two or three guys who just kept like coming back at me with stuff, other stuff last night. A long, long, super long thread about Josh Allen. I put a tweet out there late in the game. If the Broncos had drafted, I said, we, everybody understands that the Broncos drafted Josh Allen, this would be them right now, right? Okay? And I had a bunch of likes on it, and I had a bunch of people come at me like, no, it wouldn't. They'd have messed it up here, the coaching staff, this and that. And I was like, no. Greatness like Josh Allen's would have risen, ultimately risen, no matter where he went. Levels of greatness is one thing, but do you know what I said, Zach, and you could think of this on the break, or you can too, um, Andrew, is I asked for a co- all, uh, an all-time great quarterback, okay? And I'm not saying there isn't one, but like, I mean, like, please give me one and we'll talk about it. An all-time great quarterback who was developed, okay? Yeah, I'll give you the break to think about it. You have three or four minutes. We'll go to break here to think about it. And I'm going to tell you the one. Everyone's like, two guys came. And, I, you know, it's like, I sh- oh, Joe Montana. Listen, Joe Montana in his second season won the uh, uh, TD passing title and took over a 2-14 and 14 team, did Joe Montana. Took him to Super Bowls almost overnight. It took a poop franchise at the time. A nothing loser franchise. Okay. What? Uh, so the the question that you want us to ponder is a quarterback that was developed. An all-time great quarterback that was like developed and like he was, you know, like. It took him a while to get there in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, like four or five or six years, like what people are expecting. I, I don't want to, I'm not dragging Locke into this because that's it defeats the purpose. But like the argument is, uh, you know, these guys' argument is we the coaching, uh, he wouldn't have been great. And I said, you know, I got, and it was off the cuff and spur of the moment, once I got really thinking about it, I mean, like, all-time great. Listen, Tom Brady, you could argue, may have not have got the opportunity somewhere else. I can, uh, you can, we can talk about that. But once Tom Brady hit the field, he is different. He is special. He is, obviously, he's the, he's the greatest of all time. And then other great ones, too. It's like, Peyton, you know, you got to be like, a number one pick or a number like Elway or Peyton, those guys aren't developed. Elway came here. What was Dan Reeves, a flyer assistant coach? Was Dan Reeves great? Was Mike McCarthy great? And then, hey, guys, was Peyton Manning great or were the four different head coaches that Peyton took to Super Bowls great? 
Peyton Manning was great. And that's, you know, give me, you know, again, it's, uh, there, is there one out there? I'll hear it. I'm, I'm willing to hear it. But like, Russell Wilson was instantly great. They couldn't get him off of the field. They they signed Matt Flynn four years and $44 million. That offseason to start. Russell Wilson comes in, sweeps everyone off their feet. They put him in. The rest is history. Just wins. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340. The hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Danny Williams. Andrew in for Jake along with Zach Seegers as well. It's Molly Sports. Love you. Oh, I don't want to know. Wasted. And the more I drink, the more I think about you. With Danny Williams, weekday mornings at nine. Blessing, yeah. Turn every situation into heaven, yeah. Oh, you are my sunrise on the darkest day. Got me feeling some kind of way. Make me want to savor every moment slowly, slowly. I just let music like this play out. How could I interrupt it? Put it on. Greatness. Got the only key know how to turn it on. The way you never lie, my ear, the only words mm -hmm. I want to hear. Baby, take it slow so we can last long. Okay, back in. On an NFL Aftermath Monday edition of the program. Hold on, turn up real quick. Oh, yeah. Ja. Okay. Uh, so we're doing a little mini segment here, and then we'll set the second hour up with... I mean, we still got to break down these playoff games, to be honest with you. Coaching search. I think we gave you a status update. I don't think they could announce Dan Quinn today or tomorrow, but by the end of the week, I think this thing is done. Wednesday? Zach thinks Wednesday. I'd say probably I'd agree with that. Dan Quinn back today here. Um, so I guess there's a chance they put something down on the dotted line today. Um, if what I say is true and he's a gigantic front runner. But also, I think it's in the Broncos' best interest to wait this thing out act i don't know man i'm not saying pull the rug out from under dan carpet the last hour but let's negotiate the contract and all that kind of stuff why we're waiting to hear from aaron Rodgers. all right listen my biggest priority today if i'm the denver broncos is aaron Rodgers. is it and so what i'm working with green bay right now i'm on the phone with green bay right now i'm on the phone with aaron Rodgers right now what is your decision? We have to move forward. I'm putting pressure on Rodgers like Rodgers. Aaron, this is in your best interest as well because we're going to, uh, you know, if we kind of can put the wheels in motion right now and agree, so to speak, right now, even if we can't agree, um, you know, yet until the league, you know, league year is over, we will hire Nathaniel Hackett as your head coach of this deal. But again, that has to be an agreement. We're going to make a deal with the Packers. That I mean, all the dominoes have to fall in order to make that happen and i think it's in the broncos best interest to wait a little bit stall a little bit just a day or two or three here and try to f ask aaron Rodgers point blank his people point blank what are you gonna do are you in or are you out because there's only so long and so you know again we can't go you know we can't wait forever at you know, the risk of getting the head coach, you know, that we think will be our, in, our our best candidate. 
It's Dan Quinn. It's no doubt about it. Nathaniel Hackett's like, he's a nobody, guys. He like, he's just a guy, bro. There's like, there's 40 Nathaniel Hackett's, 30 Nathaniel Hackett's in the league. Young guys who have coordinated or quarterbacks coaches or help with some of the play calling and some of the scheming or off coaching trees and all have, you know, our next of kin and their, uh, you know, um, these sons of players and these it's like there's tons of Nathaniel Hackett's out there. He's only a candidate because we're waiting on Aaron Rodgers. The Rodgers rate. You know, does everybody get the Rodgers rate? Do you get Okay. So I'm in Russell Wilson's ear. Russell Wilson, uh, we're ready to hire Dan Quinn. Are you you know, what is your plan moving forward? He has leverage. Uh, I think to be honest, that Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers can pick where they want to go. It's going to take uh, some time to put a package together that'll satisfy the Seahawks and the Packers. But every deal, there's a, every deal can be done out there, you know? So um, it's the, you have to ask out. Once you ask out, then they, if you're not going to play for the Seahawks anymore, you're not going to play for the Packers anymore and they come to you know you explain that very simply to them and they come to terms with that then uh that that's the first kind of step but I that's like something that I hope might have happened yesterday <laughs> or today I know Aaron just lost this game I know it just happened you know but there's no time to waste and there's no time to wait we got to move forward and I want to know Aaron Rodgers has to say for himself I think Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, one of those guys, is going to be the next quarterback of the Broncos. I feel like that. And I didn't feel like that with Peyton. But now that I've we experienced it and kind of went through it, it's like sometimes you got to take a step back, look at it from the outside. We're in it right now, so it's hard to. Like, it's easy to say, you know, oh, we're not good enough, or why would they want to come here? Or like, yeah, this is the best place for them, of course. Why wouldn't they want to come here? But when you really look at it, chop it up, it's like the Broncos make too much sense. Too much sense for the state of the franchise, the state of the team, the incoming the in head coach. <laughs> One of these guys got to be the next Broncos quarterback. I believe it. I believe it in my heart. And if you believe it in your heart, how can you be wrong? Danny Williams, back on the other side on a Monday edition of the program at Smiley Sports. And I'll never get bored. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on.